You want me to do it? What? Yes. <laughs> do I just say welcome to season four, episode three? Welcome, yeah, of the 10 Minute Break podcast. Welcome to season four, episode three of the 10 Minute Break podcast. Now, now you're wondering something's obviously amiss here you, you missed the now you were like well who is that person well the unfortunately today killian lyon is is not with us today uh he's he's yeah, all he's, he's all right but he's tragic he couldn't he couldn't record it's tragic what happened so uh, as um, usual I, i'm one of your hosts rolling waggis back um, alongside patrick dad howdy and uh today our third guest well not really a guest he's a guest he's a guest host he's more than a guest jacques broussard hello i'm jacques broussard Welcome, hey. welcome. Nice to meet you, Zach Broussard. Um, so we got a, a nice little um, list of topics here today. We're going to start with, uh, you know, kind of some coverage on exam week. If any eighth graders are listening, just some helpful tips, our experiences. And, and then we're going to move into uh, more of a recap of the cross-country team's recent trip to Indiana for uh, Nike XC Town Twilight Meet. And then we're gonna, um, you know, talk with Lee Raymond about the swimming season and last year's state championship and this year's potential state championship. And we're gonna cap it off with a, um, a segment to replace Killian's concerns uh, called Roland's ratings. It's going to be electric. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm so excited. So, um, exam week, uh, four times a year. All the students, half days of school, two exams a day, sometimes, sometimes one, sometimes none. But Jacques, do you like exam week? You know, it depends, you know, it depends on what exams, you know. Each day is different, you know. If it's before that math and Latin exam, I'm not liking that day. Brutal. I'm not liking that day. Math and Latin is but tough. But if, if I have that religion exam, I'm waking up with a smile on my face, ready to go, you know? Yeah. It's tough sometimes, though, because it's science and religion. If you're taking a tough science True. class, it, it could also be... I've heard people rank that as the second hardest day of exams. Wow. But, but not, we all know nothing touches the day of math and Latin. Yeah. Like that's, I don't understand how the Jesuit administration even scheduled that day. Because I, I don't know how you can make a day harder than that. I just I think it's so, it's so top-heavy. I mean, you got math, Latin. You got... And science and religion, I think that's a fair day. It's fair. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, no, it's um, fair. Uh, my personal experience with Greek, I've had, I think it's English Greek. No, it's uh, social history studies Greek. Greek yeah. History Greek. That's another fair day. It's a fair day. Mm. It's a lot of it's a lot of studying the night before, but I don't think either exam is it's time consuming. Is that hard? I don't think either. I is, mean, Greek's, be... Greek's time consuming, but I think I think history is completely fair on that. So day. I think it's I think it's a fair combo, and then you got English by itself. I don't I don't know what they're doing there. Well, see, if if I were the Jesuit administration, I'd move the math Latin day and turn it into English Latin. I agree. And then I'd turn the English day into just math. Just a math day. Math just is a, math a day. tough exam. An hour and a half for some I mean, pretty much, pretty much everybody takes math. math. Nobody says math is their easiest class. Math, math is always pretty hard for most people. So I feel like it'd be a fair thing to give math its own day. Yeah, that's a valid point. Math is never someone's best class. Nope. That, I've never heard someone say that. Yeah. I mean, even the people who are like, well, I'm actually, I'm actually really good at math. They're, they're never like, they never like, Math's my best grade. Yeah, no, it's never, never perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at this exam week, what are you guys' exams that 
you're looking forward to as like an easy, you know, shipping it A, or versus it's going to be some studying, and it's going to be a it's going to be a real toughie. I don't really think I have any ship it in A's at the moment, but uh, calculus is going to yeah. be hard. Calculus, you know, I'm going in with a 72 average in the class. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the Jacques' parents are not joking about I, that, by the way. I got to I gotta come out on top, you know. <laughs> there can be no slacking going into that exam. We got to be on nope. the A game. Nope. Gotta go to the A game to get the C. You know? I, I don't oh, take yeah. Latin though, so that's looking good. I, t- I take a lot. But you know, so. after every after every exam day, I'm looking forward to coming home and taking that hour nap. That's that a that's a vital exams. nap on exam that week. That is an important nap. But my my favorite thing about exam week is like you get that that exam and you finish early and like say I like I have football practice in exam week. But occasionally there'll be a day where I have like a two hour breather between. Just go get some lunch, you know? Oh yeah. There's one of my one of my favorite spots is right down Bank Street. It's called Pharmacy. Delicious. They have these red dragon wings. Unbeatable. Wow. I recommend it completely. Just for the record. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that that la- math latin day is shaping up to be a long day for you there, Mr. Waggsback. I know I know latin may not be the most difficult class in the fifth variation, but still two exams i mean two exams no matter what two exams are definitely time consuming but uh i think i think mr chapiton's looking out for me a little bit so okay i'm gonna say my thing to the jesuit administration if you want to leave the exam schedule the way it is why can't we leave exams before the time period is up especially on the last day of exams i sit in that class sometimes i'm sitting in a class for 40 minutes with nothing to do yeah, I mean, occasionally you get that exam, it's all multiple choice. And if you can answer that 55 times and it might take two minutes. Then you have just like an hour of just sitting at your desk, just you're too, you don't really want to study because you did so much of that the day before. And you're just like, well, I guess I'm just here now. But I'm always looking forward to that Friday after exams are over. You got that, you almost got a full day, you know? Oh, yeah. Like you get yeah. out and infinite possibilities almost. No worries. You have no, like, you don't have any, like, you don't even nope. need to bring books out. You're just, you're it's free. Nothing. It's nothing. And I know many, many other students at Jesuit are a little bit concerned about this week. You got four exam days for Jesuit and right smack dab in the middle, PSAT. Don't fret. The PSAT is going to go great. It's a little bit annoying, but it's a necessary. Evil. Hey, and you don't really have to study for the PSAT the night before. So look at that. You get a little break in the middle of exams. Yeah, I think the trick with the PSAT is to get a good night's sleep. That's the best tip. Yes, <laughs> sleeping is important. Okay, well, I guess that's enough about exam week. So uh, for those not familiar with cross country and how running works, I saw y'all beat the number three team in the nation without Jesuit's best runner. Can you just elaborate on that a little bit, Patrick? Um, so with Hurricane Ian, I mean, prayers out to all the people affected. We had to kind of make some last minute adjustments to our schedule. And we decided instead of going to North Carolina for Great American Cross Country Festival, we decided to go to Terre Haute, Indiana, middle of nowhere, but with a great cross country course for Nike Cross Country Town Twilight, a race under the lights, 5K on a, a national championship course in college. So we went, we traveled there and going in our Number three guy from last year, Luke San Pedro, has been a little bit injured, so he wasn't 
he hasn't been running his, his best times. Voki has been um, a little bit tired, so he hasn't been running. He didn't even run that race. So we went in, you know, we felt no pressure. We thought if we could go in and we could run well and possibly even win, I mean, just more power to us because we were able to beat these really talented nationally ranked teams without our number one and our number three. And so, you know, going in there, we just focused on running our very best race, knowing we needed to have five guys run fast. And we had five guys step up. Brady Mullen, a sophomore, ran an absolutely stellar time, running almost to um, close to 15 flat. And then Jack DeRoche was sh shortly behind him. And then me and Rob were three and four, and then capped up with Leland, who uh, actually received the anchor award for the fastest um, fifth man on any cross country team in the race. So that was good for him. And so we barely, we squeaked out the win and we upset the uh, home Indiana team, Carmel, Indiana, and took the dub. What are the nerves like going to that big of a race? I've never ran in a bigger race, never ran in a bigger environment. It was, it was 9.30 at night, so there was no light. All you had was the lights lining up across the course. And there were 350 people racing. It was, it was electric. Um, it was a little late, probably past my bedtime. So I was yawning on the start line. I uh, wasn't too happy about that, but you know, we we it was crazy. But you know, 600 meters in, you know, just right after the start of the race, a lot of adrenaline at the start. You know, we just kind of took a deep breath, looked where we were, and we just started attacking because we knew we've been training hard, we're ready, and we just trusted our training and trusted our coach's plan, and we went out and uh, ran a really great race. How many uh, cross country teams participated? I want to say 35, 30, 40. And were they all like just insane teams? Um, they were in the top 25. In the top 50 teams, there were, I think, seven or eight of the top 50 teams were there. Jeez. And three of the top 10. That's insane. And Would you consider yourself one of those uh, top 10 teams? We are, depending on where you look, we ranked second, we're ranked third, ranked fourth. Those are... Really now it's just in the second nation? third. Oh, in the nation, yeah. Oh it, yeah, go Jays. It's tough. Um, we're kind of duking it out for second place right now with uh, another Jesuit school, Jesuit Portland, who's they're very strong. But you know, we're confident we can beat them. Um, it's tough. There's a, a generation generationally good team in first, the greatest high school cross country team of all time, Newberry Park. They're they're insane. Props to them for having such a good team. But you know, we we, we want to be number one. But, you know, we're just focused on running the best our team can possibly do and not super worried about where we are in the national rankings. Is number one possibly in your reach for the season? I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. You know, you really never know. A team can have an off race. A team can not run well. A couple guys can get hurt, and it, the whole thing changes. So, you know, we hope we hope to be number one, but we, we still just want to run as fast as we can. I know it's, uh, it's about to be championship season. We have probably we have district and state coming up and regionals. Do you have any other like big national races after those meets? We are going to um, New Balance Nationals in Huntsville, Alabama, where we won our regular season meet, our first regular season meet this year. Uh, we look like we're going to go in there as one of the favorites to win. And go Jays! Go Jays! And we are excited to you know try to push the push the limit as to what Louisiana teams can do because you know two years ago. You told anyone in the country that a Louisiana team would be 
in the top 10, much less um, looking to have a possibility of winning a national championship, they would have laughed you off. So the fact that we were able to come so far in two years is just incredible. Would you say this is the greatest cross-country team in Louisiana history? Yes. Wow. That's what I like to hear. That's what we like to see. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's about it. Come out to district October 27th, the day before the rivalry game between Jesuit and Holy Cross. We're going to destroy everyone. It's probably your best chance to see the Jesuit cross-country team in action in the city. So, you know, come out and um, watch us compete. You'll see me there. Thank you. Unfortunately, I'll probably have football practice, so I won't be able to go. But I think the football, the football team should take a day off of practice and come out and run the course. That'd be interesting. We got some offensive linemen who definitely would not finish the course. Not not run the course, just like be on the side, you know. Oh uh, yeah, Cheer support, would, support would that the include you? Running the course? Would you not be able to finish it? Ooh. Um, the course is actually only a mile and a half long. It's two laps, so you only have to do it once, really. I only have to go around once. I mean. If you want to finish the course, technically. I think I could do it. I'd have to really push myself. <laughs> but I think I could do it. And uh, moving away from that, I'd like to introduce our, our guest on today's episode, Lee Raymond, uh, captain of the swim team. How are hey, you today, Lee? Welcome. I'm doing well. Doing well. Thank you all for having me. Of course. We're happy to have you. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the swim team has some, you know, a legacy and tradition of success here at Jesuit and I mean you've been a, a big part of that for the last couple of years now and uh, so you know what are your thoughts on um, you know just the swim team you know kind of moving into this year you know well this year uh, this year we have the opportunity to win our 40th state championship uh, in Jesuit history Jeez, um. so it's a big year the most of any team at Jesuit uh, so last year was number 39, uh, and this year is number 40, so it's a really big year, and I think we have a really great team. What, what, why do you think Jesuit High School has been so successful in swimming in its history? I think, uh, you know, really the, the older guys uh, setting a great example for the younger guys, uh, you know, is really an important part of the team. Um, and, and seeing the younger guys step into leadership roles, I think, is, is always super satisfying. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's been really interesting to see my classmates and I step into, you know, the captain role and, and, and really leading the team to our 40th state championship. Um, yeah, that's great. So, you know, talking about state championships, look, look back to last year. I mean, I know we obviously had a great season state championship, but, you know, going into that meet, it didn't look like that's what it was going to be. It looked like we were going to be runners up to Catholic. So kind of run me through that that state meet and kind of what went down in that championship. Yep. So it was a roller coaster weekend. Um, so it started on, on Friday morning. Um, we, uh, you know, we swam the, the preliminaries uh, of each event. Um, and, you know, we did all right, but we, we, we put our, put ourselves in a position to, uh, you know, to win, but it was, it was most definitely not guaranteed. Uh, and so really, really, we sealed the deal on Saturday morning um, during finals when we uh, we came out and won the 200 medley relay uh, at the first event. And that kind of that kind of set the tone for the day. Uh, so after winning that, you know, um, everybody was was super energized and 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 ready to swim for the rest of the day. And then it kind of ended off with a one two from Truman Brightup and Joseph Capo in the 500 freestyle, um, which, you know, brought us an insane, insane number of points. Uh, and then following that with a win of the 200 freestyle relay, uh, 
you know, by a very slim margin, by by a couple tenths. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Jack Primo won the 100, 100 backstroke right after that. Uh, and then it, it got capped off by a by a by a win and, and nearly an all-American time from our 400 free relay, uh, which I had the opportunity to anchor. Um, and it, w- it was a really, really fun weekend. And that's it's really cool. So um, what other events were you able to swim at state? Um, just, you know, personally. So I swam the, uh, the 50 freestyle and the 100 freestyle for my individual events. And then I was uh, part of the 200 freestyle relay and the 400 freestyle relay. Um, and the, both all three of our relays... Uh, one um and beat catholic and and everyone else so that was that was really valuable i feel like uh swimming is a very difficult sport but i feel like it also uh, never really gets that like that credit i feel like it's always like well wrestling's really hard football is really hard even cross country is really hard but i feel like swimming can be just as hard with those early morning practices right into an afternoon practice like how do you get how do you get through that well, swimming, swimming is super difficult, but I think it's difficult in a different way. I think it's, you know, it's more mentally difficult and, and you know, it's, it's physically challenging, but the, the challenge with swimming is really pushing yourself to give your all even when you don't want to. Uh, it's, you know, it's waking up early and, and, and practicing uh, and then doing it all again that afternoon. Uh, and I find that the most valuable strategy that I use uh, is getting an, a, an, a, a a sufficient amount of sleep um, so then I can be ready for practice in the morning uh, and ready to do it do it all over again in the afternoon yeah I mean I know I understand you know a little bit running cross-country it's a lot of early mornings and a lot of you know maybe you don't want to get up this morning but you know just showing up and you know being consistent is the keys to success is that kind of the same way it is in swimming yes yeah so if you show up and do your best you know you will get better uh, and everybody's chasing that feeling of a, of a state championship or of an all-American time or of a team record. Um, so that's, you know, that's why we do it. So Lee, what, like, how much of a mental game is swimming? Like, I, it's a physical and mental game, would you say? So it's, it's super mental. So like for the, for the 500 freestyle, uh, it's a really, really long, it's, you know, it's a five, it's a, it's about a five minute race. It's probably a little bit less uh, for our, for our top guys, but it's strategizing when do you push hard when do you when do you stay back a little bit um am i going to have enough to finish this race and it, it's it's almost like you're playing a game of chess with your opponents uh truman bright up sprinted the last 100 uh last year and ended up just barely out touching joseph capo uh just because he you know he went all out that last 100 and had a little bit more than than joseph did um so you know it's 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 very mental and then on top of that you know, waking up in the morning and, and convincing yourself to, to take those first two steps out of bed uh, and head to practice uh, can be tough mentally as well. Is there uh, any, any, do you have a desire, or like any chance to play, to, to swim in college, you think? Yep. So, um, you know, I, I hope to, to swim in college, um, but I'm going to kind of wait till, till the spring uh, and kind of see, see how it all plays out. Uh, right now, I'm just focused on, uh, you know, bringing this team a 40th state championship with these, with these seniors uh, and with the rest of the team. So, you know, looking at the 40th state championship, what, do you, what are the strengths of this team, you know, going into the season? I mean, I've heard you guys are really good and should win, but, you know, kind of run us down this season and what it kind of looks like going into towards the postseason. So, yes, yeah, so this team, um, I think our biggest strength is our, um, you know, our, our, our community almost. I mean, after every morning lift and morning practice, we'll, we'll grab breakfast as a team. 
uh, and you know we're really close with one another. Uh, and I think that is you know kind of a kind of the foundation for what we build build our success off of. Uh, but more specifically, we're super strong in the 500 freestyle. Um, we're strong in the 50 freestyle. Uh, we're we we very strong in the 100 backstroke. Um, and then you know on top of that, we're right there in every other event. Like the 100 fly, I think we're we're very strong in the 100 butterfly. Um, and and also the hundred freestyle. So I think we're strong in all our events. And I think the focus this year, um, although you know a, a win is you know super important, I think the focus shifts less from winning state uh, and more to what can this team do? Can we set team records? Can we set all American times? Possibly even a state record. You know, we're just we're just. I think the sky's the limit for this team, uh, and I hope that this team goes down in history as is one of the best teams Jesuits had. So you'd almost say that like y'all y'all have more of a goal of beating state records than almost winning state. Yes, I mean, um, you know, winning state of course is a goal, uh, and we we can't we can't count our chickens before they hatch, but. I think we can have both those goals at the same time. So, you know, being the best 400 freestyle and 200 freestyle relay that the state has ever seen is, is, is definitely a goal of ours. Yeah, I mean, that's all great insight. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Lee. Um, good luck with the rest of the season, and uh, we hope continued success for you and the rest of the swim team. Go Jays. Go Jays. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you, Lee, for um, all that insight about the swimming team and their season coming up. And now... Our uh, temporary segment, maybe maybe permanent segment. We'll see how it Hopefully, goes. Hopefully, I'm excited for this. In uh, in this place of Killian's concerns, we have Roland's ratings. So uh, this is going to be pretty simple. So Jacques and Patrick here are just going to give me some things, and I'm just going to give them a rating. It All could right. be anything. I'm going to start off with a banger. The Dodrin's Bicentennial. 9.9. What's holding it back? What's holding it back? I mean, I just think it's kind of a silly word. Okay. Plus, plus Mr. Chapaton said it's actually, it wasn't actual Latin. Mm. As, as well as Coach Hattie, they both told me this. So maybe if it was actual Latin, I'd go 10 out of 10. Okay, Roland. Um, how about, how about Coach Paul Hattie? You know, It's <sighs> a hard one. I'm going to go 9.4. So right below the Dogen's Bicentennial. I mean, the Dogen's Bicentennial is a historic event that's never going to be recreated in the history of anything. Good point. What do you think of the Blue Jesuit Nalgene water bottles? I'm going to have to go 8.2. 8.2 there. What's, What's wrong with it? I mean, I mean, I, I, it's a water bottle. It, it, it can't get that many points. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, uh, what about, you know, I, I've seen the student council has done a lot of good work, you know, trying to improve the merch this year. How about the Jesuit Spirit Package? The, the merch, the Gizzard Merch Starter Pack? Starter Pack. 9.5. You won't find a better deal in the Gizzard, the Gizzard Merch Starter Pack. I, I got my Gizzard Merch Starter Pack, and I've never been happier with such a product. Hey, me neither. I've worn my shirt like 20 times, and I've had it for probably a month. I'm really looking forward to what's to come with more Gizzard Merch. I heard there's more coming. Me too. The future of Gizzard Merch, I'm going 10 out of 10. Wow. Wow. 
That is crazy. Okay, I got another one. How about, hmm, hmm, I can't think. I thought you had one. I don't have one. What do you think of this year's Jesuit student body? Just year's Jesuit student body? 9.5. Can't get much better than it. All right, um, last one. What about the 10 minute break podcast? Seven. I feel like we could do better. Plus, the fact that Killian's not here drops us two points. Jacques's doing wow. a great job, though. Wow. Wow. Jacques is doing a great job. Fired on this. Jacques on this is doing a great job. Though. I don't really feel welcomed. Hey, you're, uh, you're, you're welcome. Jacques, Jacques we, we, we wanted you to be the, the guest host. Well, yeah. Um, so, thank you, Roland, for all your great ratings. And hopefully. I give, I give Roland's ratings a solid five. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see this segment back on at some point maybe probably Actually, not I'll give it a four <laughs> thank you for listening to Roland's ratings that was really bad <laughs> thank you for joining us today for season four episode three of the 10 minute break podcast you know we had a, a great episode and remember yeah. to yeah special thanks to Jacques for coming through yeah Jacques any last words to say? I'm just excited I was invited, you know. We're yeah. happy to have you. Would you ever want to come on again? I would love to. Awesome. We'll try to, we'll try to make that happen. Good, good. We'll see what we can do. Um, thank you. I've been one of your hosts, Patrick Dowd, here alongside Roland Wagusback. Thank you for listening. And obviously, Jacques. Thank you all. And uh, make sure to listen to us on Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Such as Apple Podcasts. And thank you, and we'll see you next time.